What up, man? Sit down. And I'm Ray Ray all day. Oh, man, I'm digging that cowboy hat, Mike. Like
Is she the kind that turns on the turns on the socket when you're working on the lamp? <laughs> no, no, it's no. dark in here. No, she's the type. She's the kind that tells you how to fix it the right way. <laughs> Man, that makes me mad. <laughs> but she's walking around. She's like, "So you got your riding lawnmower? Are you excited?" I'm like, "Yeah, but can't get the damn thing to move." She's like, "What?" I'm like, "Yeah, I mean, I'm looking around. I don't see any neutral on this thing or anything." And she's walking around and she's just looking at the back of it. And she goes, "Well, what's that little pin thing in the back?" What pin thing? She goes, right there, there's like a little pin in the back. I guess you pull this pin out and it puts it in the neutral. So they can, that's what they must have did. They popped it in the neutral, right? And pushed it in my garage. So I'm sitting there for 30 minutes trying to move this damn thing. And it's a neutral the whole time. And it's a little metal pin, right? So I go down there. I push this pin in and fire that bad boy up. And woo, it was I ready saw to the go. pictures of that thing, man. Yeah, baby. Had a big deck. Oh, yeah, big deck. <laughs> 42 uh, inches, baby. You know it. Size matters on that mower. <laughs> yeah, when I'm mowing, you know it. Big so I'm, I'm a big guy. I need, I'm a big guy. You know, I need a lawnmower with, with a big deck. With a big deck. Yeah. And so I got on that sucker. I'll tell you what, though, man. It, it took off about an hour of work for me having that mower. So nice. it was like a godsend, bro. Nice. But, you know, my kid, I was messing with him. I went out there, mowed the grass and everything. He calls me up after work. He's like, hey, dad, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I just got done with the grass. Ooh, there's grass everywhere. You need to get your ass home. I need to come scoop all this up. He's like, oh, oh all right, I'll be there. 45 minutes later, he shows up. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I was just messing with you. The thing's got a bagger on it. Hey, now you know how to keep him out of the house. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. I mean, how does it take 45 minutes to get from Okoe? Yeah, don't. <laughs> Tells me you took the back roads and went a garden. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, dude. Stop for a couple drinks. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, stop for a drink. Now yeah. then. Got him an ice cream down so, at the so Dairy Queen. We, we got the mower running. We're up and running. So I didn't want to tell Mike. I didn't have the heart to tell Michael that story before he asked me to help put the bagger on it. <laughs> Sorry, Mike, if you're listening, bro. That was a momentous occasion. Yeah, momentous. Moment. So, you know, got that. So it was pretty exciting. That is an awesome thing, man. You know what? You, When it comes to being a real redneck, you got to have a good lawnmower. Yeah, I mean, hey. You got to. So welcome to the club, brother. Yeah, don't start running your mouth. I saw your lawnmower. I know where we're going with it. That's right? all right. This it's guy's okay. got this thing. You know, it looks like it came out of Star Wars. <laughs> Talking about a big deck. Yeah. <laughs> he gets the, you know, the ones with the handles. like a 70-inch cut or yeah, something you, like that. You push the handles forward and everything. It's, I, I wasn't going to break his ego, but yeah. My deck is bigger than John's deck. I think he's even got some uh, sissy bars on there and, a, and an extra seat. Yeah, well, you know, he's got a safety Drive the wife around. He's got a seat belt and roll bars. He can drive God, it up to Wawa God, and get his sandwich. God forbid his, his cowboy hat flies off while he's mowing oh, his grass. You never, know I mean? never, never. No, he's got a catch box for that in the back. It just goes right into the... <laughs> you got to have that when you're going down the road to the Wawa and get <laughs> yeah. your sandwich. That's yeah, he's got that right, buddy. And a beer holder. Yeah, uh-huh. Gotta have well, beer you got to have cup holder. Of course. Yeah. That's how I bought my last boat. Yeah. By the amount of cup holders it had. <laughs> yeah. And I could swim up to it and well, mine see if I could reach it and get the beer. Yeah. From there, if I couldn't reach it, I didn't yeah. like that boat. But mine does have a cup holder, so I'm, I'm, I'm excited about that. You know, it's it's baby steps, but you're getting there, man. You're getting Listen, there. I'm not jumping off the cliff, Ray. That's oh, not come happening. Come on, man. Come on. It's been, what, 10, 12 years I'm since you've been they, here? I'm what they call a damn Yankee. A damn yeah, I'm a damn Yankee. I'm one of them Yankees that came home, came down here, didn't know well enough to get the hell out. I'm a damn Yankee. You, I noticed he kept saying, I checked the parking brake. The parking park brake was the, off. I put the pen in neutral on the parking brake. <laughs> yeah, you didn't catch it when I said lawnmower. <laughs> Moa. My riding lawnmower. Moa. Moa, yeah. Moa. Moa better. Moa better. 
<laughs> well, hey, to bring so. it back around, man, guess what? We we have a new country. Yes, we do. What was that country? Australia, man. Good night, mates. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> Good night, mate. Let's park the car. Oh, we should. Hey, there's only one guy down there listening to us. So it's Good night, mate. Mate. <laughs> Crikey, that's a big country with only one mate listening to our podcast. <laughs> He's only listening because of the redneck and that's it. Oh, yeah, huh? Uh-huh. <laughs> He's like, this dude ain't no real redneck. Let's give it up for Australia. Oh, so I hit the wrong one. <laughs> Come on, what are you trying to do? You trying to get rid of our one was, Australian listener? I was not one Aussie, bro. I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> Try it again. There we go. Oh, there we go. Thank you, Australia. Oh, you can't you, Australia. get a good producer. We love us, the Aussies, man. Oh, man. And hey, all you guys out there that are listening to us, man. Hey, share us. Let, let, let all your buddies know. Let all your mates know. Yeah. Let them know that, you know, reach out to us. Hit us up on Facebook. Don't, yes. don't be like Ray, man. Ray about ran off the Irish last week. So, <laughs> stinking blue cowboy over here. Uh, <laughs> I, can't, I can't even come back. <laughs> I got nothing really. I mean, what, what do we say to our Offending Irish those listeners? Alaska folks over there. A redneck there, with a Smurf face <laughs> going on over there. A pop-off smurf. Oh, man. But anyways, like I was saying, guys, hit us up. And uh, hit us up on our Facebook page, uh, The Battle Podcast on Facebook. Uh, email us, thebattlepodcast at gmail.com. And again, share us. Share us. We are on so many platforms now. There's no excuse not to share us. Hey, if we offend you, perfect. That's yeah, it. that's right. Put on your big boy Just pants. let us know what offended you, and uh, we'll be glad to discuss it. And do it again. And step on it some more. <laughs> yeah. You know, because if it offended you, we're doing our job, because we have pricked something in there that's festering. <laughs> yeah. Don't call them pricks yet. We don't know yet. I used, I, I used to say my mother raised ugly kids, not dumb ones, but <laughs> I begin to think my mother raised dumb kids, not ugly ones. <laughs> no, Bobby's Bobby's really intelligent. We're not going there with Bobby. <laughs> After the hundred pillow whack, don't, you were yeah, don't, don't let that big head of his swell, dude. He's already got a big old melon on the top of his freaking shoulders. Oh, by the way, those those pictures of Bobby with the mullet, man, dude, those were classic. Oh, yeah, I, I, shout out to Bobby. Ray got to see old Drac back in the day. Oh, nice. Ah, yeah, worth every second. Worth every second. But yeah, you know, we're gonna hit up on another topic. We're gonna hit another topic that. If this offends you, that means your eyes are shut, man. Yep. Because you've got to open your eyes. You've got to take the blinders off. If you think everything is cotton candy and rainbows right now, you're 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 missing everything. You're missing it. You need to get out of your basement and get off of, you know, Call of Duty or Destiny or whatever the hell it is you guys are playing you on the video. Duty. Yeah, duty. duty. Yeah. Don't be taking a duty in the basement. <laughs> uh, but seriously, guys, you've got to do it. You've got to pay attention to what's going on around you. There is so much happening, especially right now. There is so much going on that if you can't see where men are needed to stand up, get up, and man up, then you truly have blinders on. Well, it's a, you know, we were talking about the other night in our men's group, and you look around the room, and it's the reality that you see in front of you is, most people don't want to deal with something unless it directly affects them. Right. So it's real easy to close your eyes to what's going on because it hasn't necessarily hit your family, hasn't necessarily affected you yet. It hasn't necessarily affected people that you care about. You know, so you know, it's real easy to go, well, you know, what's going on all over the United States right now? If you're not in New York, you're not in Chicago, you're not in Seattle, or you're not in Portland, it's real easy to sit back and go, well, that doesn't affect me. But eventually it's going to indirectly affect people. 
Right. Because, exactly. you know, it's going to affect you. It's either going to affect you through somebody you care about. It's going to affect you through somebody that's in your family. It's going to could affect you as far as the company that you work for that could go out of business. I mean, there's a lot of different ways that this, this web is going to reach out and touch somebody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And here's the thing, too, is that just because it's not directly affecting you right now, that means that by the time it does directly affect you, it's too late. It's just way too late. I mean, that means that means the crap has already hit the fan and it is just way too late. So you need to open your eyes, take them blinders off and pay attention to what's happening in the world today. Well, why do you think most of the time that people don't do that? I mean, what, what, what would you say through your experience? I know that we have a vast amount of experience in this room, you know, meeting and dealing with and talking to and interacting with dudes. You know, what are some of the things that have, that keep guys from opening their eyes and seeing what's going on? I think they want to live in their and live in their little bubble. They just want they only want to know what's affecting directly around them. And they're scared of what's happening in the real world. They don't want to see what's really happening because if they see what's really happening, anxiety builds, stress builds. Well, they might have to do something. True. Yeah. They might have to do something. I said exactly, yeah. You know, last week in our last podcast, we were talking about lions and sheep. Well, we talked about the fact that the lion sleeps, what, 12, 16 hours a day. But I promise you one thing, when another lion shows up, he ain't sleeping. No. He's up. He's ready. He's aware of what's going on. He's got his ears pinned back and the hair in the back of his neck is, is standing up and his teeth are showing and he's ready to take care of business. The problem is we get too many people that are sleeping. They're asleep right now. They're trying to act like what's affecting the world right now is not going to affect them. And I'm here to tell you, you know, you better stand for something. You're going to fall for everything. Truth. I mean, we said this in our, in our last men's group, you know, you know, people are like, well, I don't want to take sides or I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, stand on one side of the fence, the other. Well, you know what? You know, you can't be Switzerland. You cannot be Switzerland. You can't be Switzerland when it comes to your family. You can't be Switzerland when it comes to your livelihood. You can't be, Switzerland, when it comes to your faith, you've got to stand for something and you've got to make a stand and make a decision what you're going to stand for. Now, you don't have to be a jerk about it. You don't have to be over the top like the, uh, you know, these people that want to get on their soapbox on Facebook or Instagram or whatever it may be and want to just, you know, spit hate or spew out their opinions and their thoughts that really don't mean a whole lot. If you, if all you're going to talk and do is talk, talk is cheap. You got to get up off your ass and do something. That is so true. And hey, for for the, for some of us slower folks out there, explain to us, what do you mean exactly by you can't be Switzerland? You can't be neutral. Bingo. Can't be neutral, man. Can't walk the I fence. Mean, you're in the, we're in the, you can't, you've got to make a decision. You're either godly or you're worldly. That's it. There's no in between, man. You know, for us as Christians, Jesus said, you know, you know you're either... Lukewarm, you're either hot or cold. If you're lukewarm, I'm going to spit you out of my mouth. And in some translations, you said, I'm going to vomit you out of my mouth. Yep. And so you got to make a decision. You're either hot or you're cold. Yep. You got to stand up. You got to get up, stand up, and man up. And pretending that you don't see something going on is ridiculous. Does it, doesn't make it go away. You know, I was funny. I was, you know, I always watch videos, check out what's going on, maybe too much. You know, my daughter always tells me I'm, I'm not allowed to watch Dateline anymore because. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she thinks I'm over the top because I won't let her go to Universal with some boy I haven't met where he's going to take her in a parking garage and park his car. 
And I'm over the top because I always think the worst of people, you know? <laughs> but so she tells me, dad, you, you watch too much Dateline. You got to quit, quit watching that. Well, you know, what are you going to do? I mean, that's what mom and I do. It's called Dateline date night at our house. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> there you go. So, but, <laughs> but the point is, is that you, know, you can't make pretend it's not there or act like it's, it's not happening. Right. Because it is. There's stuff going on in our world right now. There's stuff going on in our country right now. And as men, we got to take the blinders off and make a decision on what side of the fence you're standing on. Now, whatever decide, side you choose to stand on, that's your choice. Right. You know, but you got to stand by that. Yep. You know, and sitting back, two groups of people being on one side of the street on the other yelling at each other ain't, ain't fixing anything. No, not at all. You, and you can't hide your head in the sand. You cannot duck your head in the sand and be like, okay, down here, everything's good. I got nothing to worry about. Nothing's going to get me because the real world is happening all around you. Well, the thing we need to do, and I'm just going to put this out there. I don't like to get too political or anything, but you need to vote. That's truth. I mean, don't talk, yell, scream, argue, soapbox, go back and forth on social media, shut your mouth, go into the voters box and vote your conscience. Exactly. Whatever you decide, that's what you decide. But you go in there and you vote your conscience. If you want to have a say, that's how you have your say in this country. You go and you vote. Us sitting here talking about, you know, Republicans and Democrats and independents and socialists and, and, you know, communists and all these other things. What difference does it make? Because at the end of the day, what it comes down to is, is we have a right to have our, our vote and for our vote to be counted in this country. Go and vote. And that's part of being a man. That is part of your your duties as an American is to get out there and vote your conscience, whatever that may be. We don't care what you vote. We're not here to tell you one way or the other, but you have to stand up for something because if you stand for nothing, you're going to fall for everything. Well, if you're not going to go out and vote, just shut your mouth. Right. I mean, what are you complaining about? You've done nothing on your end to do anything about it. You're not solving the situation. You're not resolving the situation. I can't stand a dude who goes, yeah, well, I, I don't like either one of them, so I'm not voting for nobody. It don't matter anyways. Whatever happens, happens. Well, that's a pretty crappy attitude to have, and I hope that it's not the attitude you have when you go into your home at night. Dude, that's hiding your head in the sand, period. I mean, is that how you deal with your kids? Well, you know, hey, whatever. They're going to do this. They're going to do that. Or, you know, crap's going to happen, so, you know, whatever. Is that is that how we deal with things? Or do we stand up and say, you know what? This is what I stand for. This is what I'm about. When it, when it comes my time to step into that box, I'm going to vote my conscience and not walk around worried that I'm going to offend somebody else or somebody's going to get their feelings hurt because I don't agree with what they agree with or, you know, maybe they don't like who I like or, you know, whatever it may be. It, it, we're, we're not here to make people happy. No. You know what I'm saying? No, we're here to protect our family and ourselves and to take care of our business. So we're going to vote who we feel is best for America, period. And again, it doesn't matter, Democrat, Republican. And now there's a libertarian. There's a libertarian uh, person in the run too. Awesome. Bring them all. And whoever stands, you know, whatever you stand for, whoever you back, back them. Do your thing. But it's like anything else in life. When you make a decision or a choice, you've got to stand by that decision and choice. Right. You've got to man up to it. So if you decide and things don't work out the way you want them to, well, guess what? Or maybe you, you pick uh, the wrong person and the other person go, gets elected or whatever may happen. You know, be man enough to admit it if the other person's doing a good job. Right. We, we live in this, this popularity country where like, well, I'm going to hate you to the day I die. And, and 
you know, I don't like you as, as a person. Well, you know, it, it isn't about the person. It's about the policies and it's about what's best for the country. You know, I have a lot of bosses that I've worked for in my life that I don't, they're not my best friends. I don't hang out with them. I might not necessarily care for their personalities. I might not, you know, you know, go have barbecues with them and stuff. But at the end of the day, if they're leading with, uh, you know, with, with, a, with a sound mind and they're giving me a directive to do something to make the company better, to make money that's going to enhance the company, which is going to in turn enhance my life, why would I care about all that anyway? Right. You know, I mean, why am I going to get all caught up in that anyway? I, I want to know what's going to be, at the end of the day, when I walk away from the job and I go home, I go home to my family and I want what's best for them. You know, so that that's the way we need to look at things. You know, we, we, we getting in this, this thing in this country where everybody's getting their feelings hurt about everything. You know, if, if you don't agree with me, uh, you know, you hate me. Uh, if you don't, you know, go alongside me on this, you're a racist. If you don't do this, you're a bigot. If you don't believe in this, you know, you know, you're a sexist. I mean, it just goes on and on and on with all these disgusting labels that we keep putting on each other because we don't agree on something. And that's the thing was we need to be able to understand and we've lost this. We've lost any type of communication slash debating with other people. It it is feasible. I've got I've got friends that we do not see eye to eye politically. We'll have we'll carry on conversations. And at the end of the conversation, we basically agree to disagree, which is absolutely fine. Sometimes I can get them to see my side. Sometimes they can get me to see their side. But at the end of the day, I think no less of that person. And they understand. They think no less of me. They understand that we are two humans who see things differently, and that's okay. Well, we got this mentality that in order to, for you to care about me and love me, you have to think just like me. And, and that's, that, that's, that's just bullshit. Yeah. That's, that's, it's not, it's not ridiculous. And, and, you know, we, we, we talked about it last Last week too, you know, even with as, as being Christians, you know, we're all about this conversion thing, right? We go out, we want to convert people. You want to bring them over, make them Christians and get them baptized and all these different things, right? And and we lose sight of the fact that it isn't about conversion. It's about relationship. And love. And, and love. And so if you go out there and you're planting a seed, you may not be the one that sees the thing come to fruition. Right. And it's the same thing too. If If, if you and I are in a position where we don't agree on a specific topic, you and I going back and forth about it is accomplishing nothing. And all we're trying to do is make you believe what I believe and me, me make you believe what, you know, you make me believe what you believe. And guess what? It's not going to happen. And what you end up doing is just pissing each other off anyway. So it's, it's okay, like you said, to get to a place where we're like, hey, let's just agree to disagree. You don't, you don't believe in this. I don't believe in it. I, I believe in this. Vice versa. You know what? That's good for you. This is what's good for me. Right. Doesn't mean I can't love you. Exactly. Doesn't mean I can't like you. Doesn't mean I can't spend time with you. And so, but acting like it's not there or avoiding it or running away from it or closing our eyes to it or not wanting to talk about it. I mean, we got guys walking around like they're walking on eggshells. Like, don't tell anybody who you're, vote, or who you're supporting or voting for. Or don't talk about this. Or don't talk about that. Well, let me tell you something. There's an awful lot of people right now voicing their opinions in Portland, Seattle, Chicago, and New York. And there's an awful lot of people out there protesting, making their their points made, their opinions made. Some peaceful protesting, and there's nothing wrong with that. And other other people are rioting and looting. Okay, so you know when I look at it from the standpoint, and we've mentioned this last week in our in our uh, group was this is the first time in the history of the world where the church closed its doors. Right. 
And so, you know, it's almost like we're walking around like we don't see what's going on. Where, where are the men of God in this situation? When are they going to stand up? When are they going to be counted? When are they going to make their voice heard? When are they going to pick a side? You know, when are they going to pick a side? I mean, right now it's silence. And, you know, people are, are hoping that this thing's just going to go away. Well, a lot of the problem is, is that as we discussed in a previous podcast is they're constantly being told to be sheep, that they are sheep. Well, we need to step up and be lions. We need to insert what we truly believe and what we feel. And we need to address that. Doesn't mean that it's going to come to fruition, but we need to stand up for something. Well, you know, the other thing too, is if you say you stand up, doesn't mean it, 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 it it's in, you know, connected with violence. Correct. And I think that that's a lot of people think that if you say I'm standing up for this, all of a sudden that, that has a connotation of violence. And, and that's not the case at all. I mean, I'm not advocating for people to go out there and get in fist fights or getting, you know, melees or, you know, people start, you know, being violent with one another, but you've got to take a stand and stand up and say, Hey, I'm not about this. And no, I don't agree with this. And no, I'm not good with this. And we got too many people saying nothing. Right. Acting like they don't know what's going on. And, you know, it'd be really easy for us in this podcast to just do the same thing. And I'll be honest with you. I think to some degree we have, because we didn't want to kind of go down this road because we're like, do we really want to step into this? Do we really want to bring this up? I mean, with all the tension that's going on in our culture today, but you know what? You, you got to be, we can't say one thing and do another. Right. And, and in good conscience, I, I can't continue to be on this podcast and not say anything about what's going on in the climate of the world we're in today. We, we, we're, in a, we're in a bad spot as Americans. Right. We've got a lot of things that are going on around us. The church has closed its doors, basically. We've got, We've got Christian men of God that are are not standing up and making their voices heard or or known. We got people out there rioting and looting in the streets, talking about defunding our police departments, running down our cities, taking captive city city blocks, assaulting, you know, innocent civilians. I mean, what the hell is going on out there? And why do we have to sit back and just be quiet and accept it? Oh, and if you don't accept it, that means you don't love people and you hate and you're racist and you're a bigot. That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. You know, wrong is wrong, period. And if you're not man enough to stand up and say something's wrong, I hate to tell you, you're not a man. Boom. We sit here our entire lives raising our children to teach them the difference between right and wrong. We teach them a certain set of values in their life and we say, this is what we hold to. And then when this crap happens, we want to act like we don't see what's going on. We don't want to say anything because we don't want to offend anybody. Well, you know what? I'm offended. I'm offended that I'm looking at what's going on and and men and women that have faithfully served this country as far as being our first responders are being crapped on right now. And everybody seems to be okay with that. Well, I'm not okay with that. You know, I'm not okay with, with people taking for granted people that sacrifice. Now, are there, are there situations where there are bad cops? Yes. But let me tell you something. There are a lot of bad people. And any one of us or anybody that's listening to this podcast knows that if they look at the circle of people they've had in their life, they can pick out one or two people that's really not a good dude. Okay? Right. Yep. It happens. I was in the military. Not all good guys with good dudes. Right. Some dudes have egos. Some guys get something to prove. Some people get hate in them. Some people are just trying to, you know, 
get that Napoleonic syndrome, little man syndrome, whatever you want to call it. And they want to puff their chest and act all hard or whatever. They're all over the place. Okay. Yes. There needs to be some reforming and retraining of some of our police officers. Absolutely. Does that make every one of them bad? No, not at all, man. I mean, isn't that, isn't that kind of racism in itself when you stereotype an entire group of people and you say they're all bad because one or two, a couple of them are bad, you know? It's so contradictory to what the message is out there about tolerance and acceptance and love and all these things that everybody's throwing out there, but that's not what they're throwing out there. With There's, a, there's an agenda out there right now that says, if, if you don't agree with what I agree with, then you're a racist, a bigot, and you hate people. Or you hate me. That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, without a doubt, man. And it's 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 a shame that it's become so extreme. It is it's not just okay, yeah, you don't see what I see. Fine. No problem. We can disagree. But no, now it is literally either you are or you aren't. And if you aren't standing next to me, you are against me. Period. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. It's 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 asinine. It's ridiculous. Well, Ray, you were there on, on Monday when we had uh, the guys together, and I and I said that basically what I just said a little bit ago that there comes a time when you have to take a side and you have to take a stand. And when you look around the room, you could see it in the eyes of the men that were in that room. There was an unnerving there that you know there was a fear there. You yeah. could feel it because now you've got to make a choice. And that, that's unnerving. It's basically taking the blinders off for them. You've brought it to their attention. They can no longer ignore it. And now they have to make a choice. And we go back to the podcast last week about lions being afraid of their prey. Guess what? You still got to hunt. You still got to overcome it. You got to overcome that fear. It's called courage. And you still got to hunt to provide for and take care of your family. And in this situation, we've got to overcome our fears and be courageous to stand up for what we know to be true. If the men in the church aren't going to stand up, who is? Who is? I mean, that that's the question I got. I mean, there, you know, what's sad is there's a lot of dudes that don't go to church and aren't Christians, and they're standing up and saying enough's enough, and they're tired of this shit. Right. And you look around, and you look at the dudes you know, and you're like, well, what are we doing? Well, you know, we're just waiting this thing out. Waiting, waiting for what? What are you waiting for? It's not going to get any better. I mean, don't sit around and wait. Do something about it. You know, there's, there's, you know, we have an election going on here in Lake County. Get up off your ass and go vote. Do something. Make your, make your number count. Make, make a decision. Make a choice. You know, choose a side. Do what you're going to do. Stand for something. Stand for something. I don't know how you can look for me personally. I could never look my son in the eye if I didn't stand up. And, you know, thinking about this, and I, and I know you two guys, you and Fritz know this, because I sent you guys a text uh, about a week ago when I was out on my back patio, and I was sitting there, and I was just, it was just a really cloudy night. The wind was blowing. It was dark. And I had a quiet moment with God, and, and, and I was just thinking about everything. And I just had this burning inside me, like, I got to do something. I don't, I, don't, I don't know what it is. And, and I couldn't figure out what, what it is he wants me to do. But I know that I have to do something. And the other part of it is, is it's, it's one of them th deals where, you know, you got to ask yourself some real hard questions like, what do I stand for? 
what am I willing to risk? Uh, what am I going to do? How do I look at my son or my daughter who I've raised their entire life and said, you've got to stand for what's right and do nothing. And then I thought, and I said, <laughs> I sent a text to my brother because I was texting him with you guys as well. And I said, I don't understand why I care so much. Why do I have to care so much? Because it would be real easy for me to say, I'll just worry about my house, my two kids, my wife, my life. But I can't. And that's what this podcast is for. It's an outlet to reach other guys, to help other men, to wake up to what's going on around us. We need to stand up and make a stand and, and, and stop being the silent majority and start being the loud majority and, and, and make our voices heard and known. That doesn't make us bad people. Because I can tell you right now, I mean, I think about this. I look around at what's going on and, and some of these folks are coming into neighborhoods. They had incidents where people are going into neighborhoods. What would happen if they were in your neighborhood? Yeah. I had that conversation with my wife the other night. You want to talk about a weird conversation? I'm like, look, I don't want you thinking I'm a radical. You know, this is what I'm thinking. We need to make sure, you know, these we know how to protect ourselves and everything else. And she's looking at me going, you really think it's going to get to that? I'm like, honey, they're already in people's neighborhoods right now. Right now. It's already happening. Yep. And I said, what are you going to, what would we do if 50, 60, 100, 200, 300 people come walking up in our neighborhood with ill intentions? And it's sad that we even have to think like that. Right. But you know what? We can't afford to not think like that. Can't afford to bury our head in the sand. We can't afford to just act like, you know, well, I'm going to be Switzerland. I'm just going to hang out here and just be neutral and all this. There ain't no neutrality when they show up to your front door. Right. Yep. Or they show up to your brother's house or your sister's house or your parents' house or your best friend's house or your aunt or your grandmother's house or your grandfather's house or somebody's out, out in public and things happen. All of a sudden, it gets real, 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 real quick. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And we got a lot of dudes with their heads buried in the sand acting like, well, I don't see it. And it reminds me, remember when you're a little kid and you put your two hands over your face and you, you think, well, if they can't see me, if I can't see them, they can't see me. And you're peeking through your fingers, you know? Right. There's a lot of people that drive that way. Yeah. <laughs> if they don't look at you and they pretend you're not there, it's okay to make the turn. Yeah. Cut you off. You sure. Know, pull in front of you. Slow oh, down I didn't in front see of you. you. Yeah. Oh, my bad. Oopsies. But no, it is absolute, absolutely ridiculous that there's so many men out there with their head in the sand. Or like you said, being Switzerland. Now, I'm just going to stand here right in the middle so I don't offend these people and I don't offend these people. And we'll just act like everything's okay. But it's not. Everything is not okay. And as men, we need to stand up, man up, and again, it's not all physical. A lot of that is showing love. Or another, another case though, Ray, is or shut up. Or shut up. You're right. Yes. I mean, if you're going to run your mouth and do nothing, listen, you're not doing anybody any favors by running your mouth on Facebook. It's not helping. You little Facebook warriors that you want to call, what, I don't know what that, I don't know if you think you're doing something, but you know, standing on your damn soapboxes and, and acting all hot on Facebook, give me a break. Keyboard commandos. You know, I mean, talk is cheap. It is. Do something. It is, without a doubt. And that's where, that's where we're calling you guys out. We're calling you out, period. If you don't like it, sorry. 
But if you're one of those that we're pissing off right now that you don't, you know, oh, no, it's not that bad. You guys are just over the top. That's not, no, 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 no. You know what? Take them blinders off. Pay attention. See what's happening around you. And even at that, even if you want to look, say you need training wheels, right? Start on a smaller scale. Start just with your house. Open your eyes. See what your kids are playing. See what your wife thinks about what you're doing. If you're ignoring her, if you're not paying attention enough attention to her, start off little. Start off small. If it's too big for you to get out into the world now, and hey, not all guys are like us. Not all guys are as bold as we are. Not all, not all guys are in the same boat that we are. Right. We get that. So start small, but you have to open your eyes. Start with just your house and open your eyes. Pay attention to what's happening. See what your kids are doing. See where they're going to school. See who their teachers are. How many guys out there can tell me the, the teacher's names for their kids? I guarantee you there ain't a whole lot of them. I know there's not. Open your eyes. Take those blinders off. Be a man. See what it is that your family needs, what your wife needs, what your kids need. And as you take those baby steps, then it'll be easier for you to involve yourself into the bigger picture. But you've got to do something. Well, it's not an option. You, if, you, if you can't do that, you shouldn't be a father and you shouldn't be a husband. I'm just going to tell you right now. I mean, I'm not trying to hurt anybody's feelings. Well, you know what? Yeah, I am. I am here to hurt your feelings. If you are not involved in what's going on in your house with your wife and your kids, you don't deserve to be a husband or a father. Because if you're that damn selfish, you you don't you shouldn't be anybody's father, anybody's husband. You know, there's a there's a movie uh, there's a movie called Parenthood. It was perfect, and it was uh, what's his name? He played in um, where they were surfers and they were robbing banks. Oh, Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. He was he was a young guy at this time, and it was called Parenthood. And he was living with his girlfriend at his parents' house, and the dad was trying to talk to him about what was going on. And he goes, you know, he goes, you need a license to drive. He says, hell, you even need a license to catch a fish. But any asshole can become a dad. Don't be assholes. Be men. Stand up. Take responsibility for your actions. Take, become involved with what your kids and your family are doing, what they need. Look outside yourself. Take the blinders off. Pay attention. Well, if you want to play, if you want this world to get better, it starts with your own children. It does. That's what we've lost. We've lost with our children. That's what we have lost in this country. People, these kids that are in the streets acting the way they're acting right now are all college age kids. Right. We've lost because we have invested what like we should have as men. This is a man problem. This is a father problem, and this is a husband problem. This isn't a race problem. This isn't a a you know an economic problem. This isn't a you know gender problem. This is a father problem, a man problem. You know, we keep on trying to call it everything else. We need men to step up and quit acting like they don't see what the hell's going on. You know, I mean, the first thing you need to do is open your eyes and recognize something's happening. And we got a lot of guys that are asleep at the wheel. And I'm not here to dog on anybody, but in the same token, you got to take responsibility and quit making excuses. Our children need us. Our wives need us. Our neighbors need us. Our workplaces need us. Right now, our country needs us. Desperately, our country needs us. 
And I'm crying out to you men out there right now that call yourself the church. The world needs us. It's time to step up, get up, and man up. Because when you do that, my friends, that's where the rubber meets the road. 